Next on BYU Sports Nation, no coaches allowed. A players-only meeting for BYU football. What was said in their own words? Utah State head coach Matt Wells will join us. Does he think the Cougars look like a 9.8 points per game offense? Ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball, part of a super, super Tuesday. Senior Cozy Burnett joins us on game day. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, brought to you by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation is live, your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Wherever and however you're dialed in on this September 26th, it's great to have you with us. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with ugly basketball shoe collector, Jerem Jordan. Huh? I saw a a list <laughs> produced by Esquire magazine last night. Of Spencer the Linton Esquire. Top 20, I think, ugliest basketball shoes of all time. Mm. I forgot how many atrocities hit the actual shoe collection. Remind me. The Kobe 2 from Adidas is probably the ugliest shoe I have ever seen. Well, I, this I is the Nike school, so good thing. I don't was. know how wow. that shoe happened. I'm, I just it got used... through how many lines of defense wow. before, before it hit the actual market? Wow. <laughs> I'm, I just used Bing to look this up. Just kidding. No one uses Bing. Um, that should be number one. That should be number one in your ugly <laughs> shoe collection, Jerem. Wow. The Kobe that's, 2 by Adidas. That's amazing. Um, yeah. J- Jimmer's come a long way, by the way. And the shoes, Jimmer's shoes are they're sweet. His first shoe with Spalding was meh, right? But his latest shoe, which we showed, I think, two weeks ago or last week, legit, man. Looks really good. It's my favorite Chinese basketball shoe by far. <laughs> not not a not a question. <laughs> there was a time like in the early two thousands when basketball shoes just went off the deep end. Oh yeah. Well, there was a time when it was amazing. Like and you look back and you question some of those, like Sean Kemp's shoe that was kind of striped. Do you remember that one? Yes. Allen Iverson's Reebok shoe. I would wear that today. The answer? The, oh, so good. Look up the, so good. Look up the answer number nine I because went, it made the list of ugliest basketball shoes. Okay. It wasn't number nine. Osini's in West Jordan. That was my guy. Osini's. Yes. It's a shoe shop in West Jordan. <laughs> I went there to get my shoes and it was awesome. And it helped me average 1.9 points per game as a sophomore at Copper Hills. Boom. Boom, I would have baby. averaged nothing. So it produced 200%. Did those basketball shoes carry you to a 55th place they, at State and cross country? Me, no. <laughs> I, I think I ran into Adidas. I <laughs> were oversized by a Seriously, full size. The Kobe 2 by Adidas. Like, That's bad. Oh. Like, <laughs> wow. It looks wow. like a train boxcar or something. Like a Kleenex box on your feet. Like, it's so bad. But it's as soft as tissues. How does that happen? How many lines of defense did it get through? Didn't somebody say, that's just dead ugly? I'm sorry, Kobe. Don't we surra- can't, we don't, can't sell this. Don't surround yourself with a bunch of yes men. Bring on the headlines. It's your BYU Sports Nation headline. No Kobe twos here, I promise. BYU football continues. Preparation after the bye week. For a Friday night showdown in Logan against Utah State, head coach Kalani Sitake spoke with the media and gave this update about the injured junior quarterback Tanner Mangum. 
Well, he's not on a scooter anymore, so that's that's a positive. So, um, so he's improving, but I don't. Um, it's still too early to make a definitive decision on this weekend. Okay, so uh, bucket hat guy. What I'm learning from that is until I see Tanner Mangum in a BYU football uniform run onto the field, Bo Hodge is the quarterback. That's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Until we actually see Tanner ready to go. When he's in pads on the yeah. field warming that, up, then, then we'll think, okay, maybe he might play. Is that going to be Friday? I don't know. We'll don't know. find out on Friday. Countdown to kickoff is the place to see all of that. That's right. Cameras in the building. Uh, this week's final media availability happens today, 10, or excuse me, 1, 10 p.m. Eastern. Check out the BYU TV Sports Facebook page for interviews and our Q&A. Also, BYU Football with Kalani Satake, produced by a bevy of wonderful people, including our own Jerem Jordan. We'll air tonight on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 8 Eastern, part of Super Super Tuesday. Former Cougar and current Cleveland Browns player Jordan Leslie's one-handed grab against the Colts is NFL.com's second-best catch of the week. It was his first career catch. How about that? Number two on SportsCenter Top 10 as well on Sunday night. He's worked hard for that. Congrats. Absolutely. BYU women's volleyball remains at number nine in the latest AVCA Coaches Top 25 poll. The Cougars host Pepperdine tonight, 9 Eastern, live on BYU TV and BYU Radio. And women's golf is in Idaho playing the Coeur d'Alene Resort Collegiate Invitational. They're on the course as we speak. Have you ever been to Coeur d'Alene? No. I need to go there. I keep hearing wonderful things about Spokane, it. Spokane, right? Yeah, Just I keep hearing amazing things about it. Yeah. I went to Spokane once upon a time. Uh, a few days later, I had a shaved head. <laughs> uh, but I did not go to Coeur d'Alene. I would get a Cordon Bleu in Coeur d'Alene if I was there. Yeah. Well, I, would, I would do well that. Well played. Yeah. Just don't shave your head. I won't. <laughs> Rise and shout. Time for What's Trending. You're talking about it, and so are we. It's what's trending on BYU Sports Nation. Players only. BYU football recently held a players only meeting. Desperate times, yes, I'm going to the cliche, call for desperate measures. And BYU, after an historic start offensively for all of the wrong reasons, one and three, felt that something different was needed. What happened inside that meeting? We'll get to that in just a bit. But first, our Twitter question today. If you were in the BYU football players-only meeting, what would you have said to your teammates? Use the hashtag BYUSN. At CrazyCookFanatic. If we all link arms, we can risk... I mean, do we have any dramatic, dramatic music? Oh, you want dramatic music with this? If we all link arms, we can rescue this season. But it takes the efforts of everyone. No weak links. Yeah. <laughs> Solid. That's what crazy Coop We, we need to bring back that uh, epic music. We need to do a movie trailer. A few again. times. We probably today. need it for you, Tessie, yeah, this week. Yeah. Senior Captain Fred Warner is the guy that kind of drove all of this. He spoke with the media yesterday and gave us a good look at what was said and why it was needed. First of all, why did he feel like there needed to be a players only meeting? We haven't been playing the way we we should be playing, you know. Um, I take that upon you know myself, this team, the players, you know, our coaching staff. They they do a really good job every week. You know, they give us freedom to to do some things. We just got to use the freedom the right way um, in preparing ourselves. You know, we need to have more self discipline within within the team as, as players um, preparing every week so we can put the product we need to on the field. More self-discipline with our free time. Hmm. 
How do you there's not, there's translate not, that? It's not a lot of free time. Between they school have 20 and hours practice of of uh, football a week, essentially practice and the games, right? So there's not a ton of time with classes and actual football. Now that you know BYU is like three weeks into school or whatever. This, this is classic, by the way. The players only. There's no si- there's no greater sign of desperation than the players only meeting. Clearly, which is actually good. You can air grievances. Any any large group that's been together that has issues may you know you may have had that at one point. It's good that they got together and they spoke, and there were guys that don't speak a lot that spoke. We don't know all the details, but Johnny Linehan first brought it up, and he was the first player, apparently, at media availability, and then other players commented on it. This is important for BYU to ID. Okay, we're 1-3. and three. We played a tough schedule. That's me talking because the team's not going to acknowledge as much. Kalani's not taking the out. Kalani's talking the out of. Well, we played these tough teams. We're going to play some uh, not-as-tough teams, and you're going to see us score more points, and it's going to be okay. BYU didn't stack up. So, yeah, whatever it, whatever it takes, you need to make some wholesale changes. If that offensively means you mix up things in some way, then do it because the point is to win. The point is to win, and BYU needs to do that. Whatever it needs to change, it needs to change right now. Fred Warner wants players and his teammates to take ownership. Along those lines, that magical word, accountability. Here's what he said Shortly thereafter, the first soundbite we played for you. We needed to be hold, hold each other more accountable um, every week, during every day during the week. Um, you know, bringing more competition to practice and having more self-discipline and making sure that we're in the film room and not in the players' lounge or just, you know, fooling around. So, Here's what I like about this. A forum where people can just speak their minds and it's just the football guys. Yeah. Say what you're feeling. Yeah. Tell me what's on your mind. Let's figure this thing out together because we're the ones that are actually playing the game. We tried to go, and they're like, hey, players only. And we're like, oh, I thought you said play us. <laughs> we can't get in? No? <laughs> they didn't let us in, which is really disappointing. It was a good decision. Yeah. It, also, this rhetoric is always classic, by the way. Oh, man, I think things are too loose. Too loose. They need to tighten that up when things are bad. When things are good, it's like, oh, it's because they're loose. So it, you can't have it both yeah, ways. Where right? is the perfect medium, yeah, right? I don't know. If you win, then it doesn't really matter. You know, you just if you're if you're a law-abiding citizen within the honor code and the actual state and federal laws, then everything's great. Sometimes, yeah, Gerard Butler. <laughs> Sometimes this can be the best thing for a team because. No, obviously, one and three record is not what BYU wanted, and this terrible start to the season. I wanted a two and two, Rick. Okay, that's yeah, what we that's thought. What I that's what we thought would happen. Yeah. But sometimes this can be a good thing because a situation Wait, like this forces players to take a good, long, hard look at what each of them are doing individually yes. and kind of reassess and refocus and recalibrate all of that well, stuff. Well, now you can make a positive. But it's it's forced. Your hand was forced. Exactly. Like, I like, Sometimes you're compelled. Yes. Sometimes you're compelled. Yes. I like making changes of my own will, right? In a perfect but world, everybody would do that. In a perfect world, you're forno, right? And you actually score points and stuff. Crazy ideas. Yeah, now BYU is like, hey, one and three, worst, you know, one of the worst scoring offenses in the country, uh, need to improve. Yes, the players only. But that doesn't mean the coaches are being perfect right now. Everyone needs to assess what they're doing and be better. The good 
news is you're not playing a Power 5 ranked team this week. Yeah. You are playing a Utah State team coming off of its third largest margin of victory on the road ever in a 51-point win at San Jose State. But this is a team that BYU matches up with much better than, say, LSU and Wisconsin. 100% agreed. I don't anticipate being BYU being down 27 nothing, 16 nothing, or, say, 40-6. to that's why I'm fascinated. How will BYU perform against a team that right now Las Vegas says is only three points below the Cougars? You're always a favorite in this game, Vegas. On the road, in Logan. Granted, BYU has only lost four times to Utah State since 1980. That's crazy. But this is a totally he, different season. That BYU's has, vulnerable right all now. All of that Absolutely. has no bearing on yes. what this game means this Friday because of the situation that BYU is in right now. Listen, BYU's vulnerable right now. Really vulnerable. They played a crazy schedule. Whatever. You picked a schedule. You chose to play that schedule. You're 1-3. The offense is struggling. The defense has given up a ton of points in its last game. You had a bye week to sit on that. Terrible timing in terms of the taste in your mouth, right? People always need to get healthy, whatever. There's al- the bye week's always good for health, no matter when it comes. But that was terrible timing in terms of what you ended with yeah. and what you have to sit on, okay? So BYU's vulnerable. They need to bring it this week. This is the most important game of the Kalani Satake era for all the reasons that, are, uh, th- that I don't need to explain. You get it. They are a wounded animal backed up into a corner. More cliche. What? Does BYU do to respond? Yeah, you know what I was really thinking of this week? I watched the movie The Lion King the other night with my six-year-old. Himahaya, him, himahaya. There's the bird in, uh, when the bird is in captivity. What's the little, the king's helper bird? I can't remember uh, his name. Zazu. Zazu, yeah. He's in the bones, and he's singing, Nobody knows <laughs> the trouble I feel. That's what I felt like BYU did during the bye week. Tied ever in the corner. <laughs> Nobody knows the trouble I feel. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the piano music. At some point, they'll break out into the coconut song and everything's yeah, going to be yeah, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. The question is, we talk about ownership, and Fred Warner is mentioning we've we got to have ownership. We've got to hold players accountable. How do players hold each other more accountable? Johnny Linehan spoke on that. The coolest thing this week and having that time off was just the players were like, no, like we need to get in and we need to watch more film. We need to do more reps. We need to work harder, you know, play less, play less video games or whatever and just like work harder in every phase of our life, whether it be, you know, studying or family and football especially. I mean, we only have a limited time to do this in our life and we feel like we haven't been putting in enough time. Whether it's compelled or not, the hard reality check check has has happened for BYU football. Video games are not bad. It's a good way to unwind and relax and hang out and have some good memories and times with your teammates. But when you're one in three and you have a players only meeting, yeah, you reassess and say, you know what? You have to work harder. Yeah, nice. You do need to work harder. You got to put some of those things aside and just and figure it out. Listen, BYU's been in this spot a few times, unfortunately. Oh, like last year. Oh, crazy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Also, 2010, BYU played its fifth game in Logan, one in three, and that was a loss. And that the season changed after that loss. In fact, BYU fired the defense coordinator at the time, Jaime Hill. They changed the offense to be really rush heavy so that Jay Keeps wasn't overthrowing people by 10 yards out of bounds. They made it simple. I wonder if this is a game where BYU goes, oh, we got to keep it simple. Steady dose of Ula. Get Bo out in running lanes. Make simple, easy throws. I wonder how much change we will see. 
There's a change in attitude, but does a change in scheme, is that required at this point, or does BYU need to wait a game? Do you stick with what you think's been working in this game still? That's my question. What are we going to see on the field that's different? You don't just change your attitude and then poof, results change. Sometimes the scheme Sometimes the personnel involved need to change. Other things might need to change. Yeah, all of this is great, right? All, all of this rhetoric and players-only meeting and focus, how does it translate when it actually matters on the field? If you don't win, then that w- it was, you made good strides in that direction, but you need to win to really validate, like you're saying, what you put in, the yeah. time you put in. Well, Fred Warner spoke on what he is hoping will be accomplished from that meeting. It's frustrating when you work so hard during the week and then it doesn't it doesn't show up on the, on the field and during the game, um, and that's that's what I feel like happened. You know, Wisconsin weeks before that that we it's not like we're just, it's not like we're not practicing hard, but we're not practicing with an intent, and so that's what I feel like we're we're trying to work on now. So when we get to the game, that you know it transfers over. But is it working? Is it actually working? Here's what Fred had to say about that. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like, especially with myself, I, just out in practice today, um, you know, guys getting on each other, you know, you can't be afraid to be the bad guy sometimes. And so, um, you know, making sure that we're all flying around and doing what we're supposed to do, guys executing um, at a high level and competing. You know? Okay, so Fred Warner says he's seen a difference on the field. That's good. I need to see it in, on the offense. But absolutely. Yeah, because yeah. the, the defense, I'm not, I, I mean, BYU just gave up. A bunch of points to Wisconsin. But that's not my biggest concern. Obviously, the offense is. And coming up, we'll tell you in the stat of the day, and this might be the first time in BYU history this has happened with the offense. We'll tell you coming up. Yeah, it, uh, it has been an historic start to the it's season. A, yeah, that's one way of phrasing it. <laughs> if you were in the BYU football players-only meeting, what would you have said to your teammates? Let's go to the Twitter machine. At our Greenhot tweets in, we are better than this. Wins won't be handed to us. We have to play every game like it's our last because for some of us, it may be. Whoa. Can we play the dramatic music for that one? I want to read that one again with the dramatic music. You do it in your voice. We are better than this. Wins won't be handed to us. We have to play every game like it is our last. Sam the Cube. Because for some of us, it may be. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go, man. I would get up there and I'd be like this. Guys, I love all of you. I really missed Jamal. <laughs> and then I'd walk up. <laughs> and that's why you were not invited to the players only meeting. And, that, and that's why you're never invited to any of our meetings. Jamal. Among other reasons. Among other reasons. <laughs> Coming up, Utah State head coach Matt Wells. Do the Cougars actually look like one of the worst offenses in the country to him? Plus, between the lines. Rolls out a mini putt-putt. That's for you, Brian Logan. Yeah. With the women's golf team. Hey, look, you got a putt. You, you drive for show, you putt for dough, Jeremy. That's right, baby. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Welcome back, BYU Sports Nation simulcast on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Conversation Boys. happening right now on the Twitter machine. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Use the hashtag BYUSN. We've got some emotional tweets Do flowing it. in. 
Use the hashtag BYUSN. The Coach's Show is on tonight. It's called BYU Football with Kalani Sasaki. Uh, 8 Eastern time on BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. Corbin Kafusi, the player guest with the head coach tonight. Check it out tonight. If you were in the BYU football players-only meeting, what would you have said to your teammates? Jerem already gave us his option. If you're on the defense, score some points! <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would not go over fist well. fight ensues. Yeah, that would yeah. not go over that well. That didn't happen, luckily, we don't think. They're, they're more mature than that. At East Dutz 10 says, can't change the past, but hard work can get us where we want to be in the future. We can still have a winning record and bowl game. That's happening. That's happening. But the offense needs to pick it up. In fact, this is an epic Saturday in the worst way. Oh. Hit it. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. BYU is last in the country in scoring offense at 9.8 points per game. What? So it's going to get better from here. Trust me, BYU's not playing a team that yet. Yeah. yeah, that graphic tells it all. Uh, the bottom five in, in uh, the country. I'm almost speechless on this, by the way. I, I anticipate. I, felt that I was thinking the same thing. Like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. BYU will be better on offense. They will. 9.8. They're not playing LSU or Wisconsin this week. BYU is the only team in the country. But listen, Utah State. Can, can do things on defense. I, I think it's going to be a good game. Only team in the country that doesn't average double figures points. Yikes. Um, okay, we're going to change the feeling we, of this entire show right now. <laughs> and speaking of that, how about a team that won the West Coast Conference last season, claiming a second straight WCC championship? In also fact, a low-scoring team. Yeah, but in a great way. Yeah, yeah, in yeah. a great yeah. way. And produced the WCC Coach of the Year, Carrie Roberts. They are the nationally ranked BYU women's golf team. They are back in action with Between the Lines. BYU Sports Nation presents Between the Lines. This week, we turned the BYU Broadcast Building into a miniature golf course. And we invited Kendra Dalton, who was the WCC Player of the Year last year, and Anna Kennedy in her first tournament took first place as a freshman, and I had my Scotty Cameron club. So let's just say it was an even match. Let's meet the pro. Kendra Dalton and Anna Kennedy. How's it going? Hello. Guys, thanks for coming. What we're going to do today is we're going to do a little mini obstacle course around the BYU Broadcast Building, okay? Love it. We're going to start in Studio A, okay? Come on, baby, come on. Give me something good. Give me something good. Give me something good. This is long. Really long. First on the tee from Denver, Colorado. Yes, the play-by-play. Like all right. Oh, and she's missed it left. No, you just think I have. Bite, bite. That is exactly where I want. Is that a hazard or so I don't do the dance? No, you don't. Can I play to get real aggressive? Yeah, I know. In the hands of a lesser golfer, it'd be a problem. Confidence is not a problem. Oh, thread it, thread it, get in. Bite! I think I'm in Studio C. Eyes closed. That was the first one I got. Oh, she's got touch. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Go through, go through, keep going. Ho, ho, ho! You know? That was better than ours. No, no. Go, baby, go! Go, baby, go! 
Kendra Marie, that's called touch. That is, well done, well done. Like there ain't nice. nothing to it. All right, I need your putter. Here you go. Oh, wow. Break the other way. Kenneth, it was a great try. Just the shoulders rocket. Yeah. With gumption. Hey, we're heading to Studio B for hole number two. A little better this time, I'd say. Come on. Oh, celebrity crush. So who's your celebrity crush? I'd say Jake Arrieta. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. He pitches for her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look oh, at that. Is that a one? Not bad. It was close. <clears throat> Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Growl. I do the cougar growl before every shot. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, that is barrier. true rejection. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Pool style. Oh. I was going to do this anyways. Oh, oh not bad. Making a comeback. Making a comeback. Okay. Oh my good gravy. Oh, 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 what oh. oh. Okay. Mm. Nailed nice. it. Oh, yeah. Oh. Kenneth for a two. And she does a good job. <sighs> like nothing. Front row seats. I feel like we're at the master. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Gosh. And the crowd goes nuts. One-handed. Thank you. On to Studio C. On to Studio C, where mm. all the magic happens. Yes. Yeah. Use back up. Okay. Yes, okay. <laughs> oh, not bad. Go, go. Let's see what we got. Oh, oh wow. This is going to be a challenge. We'll see how this goes with the two ball here. All right, all right. I see it. I see it. You don't. Oh, shame. What did, okay. what did you Not see, bad. Ken? What did you see? What did you see there? Saw something a little better than that. <laughs> All right. One leg. Oh, easy <laughs> way out. I love it. Oh, and oh, she hits kidding. the tree square. That's okay. I'm in a much better position than you are. Yes. Oh! Hey, <laughs> nothing. Oh, oh. We went forward. We went forward. This we is did. good. Oh, oh, oh. oh my gosh. Kenneth, did you not this want me to do the, the roll? This is the worst putter <laughs> for this exercise. There it is. Yes. Let's go. So for our last three, or back three, if you will, we're going to head up here to the second floor and see who wins. These girls gave us way too much content to just have one segment. So part two of Meet the Pro will be we'll next, be next week. week. Follow us on Twitter at BYU underscore BTL and use the hashtag BYUBTL. That looked fun. It was really fun. the studios. Nothing on your desk was harmed when we were in Studio B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only a couple things removed, we but they know, were put back exactly where they were. We always know when a tour happens because the seats adjusted them. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there... Eyes poked out in Ty Detmer's face and think, don't give anyone I just want to tell you guys, the Lion King song, it's been bothering me, was wrong. It's yeah. nobody knows the trouble I've seen. Oh, seen. Anyway. Fine, whatever, Lauren. My limited time, I Coming had to up, tell you that. Matt Wells, Utah State head coach, joins us next to discuss the Aggies and Cougars. 
Welcome back, sports friends. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan in Radio Vision Live on BYU Radio, simulcast nationally on BYU TV. We are on demand anytime, anywhere you feel like it. And tonight is a Super Tuesday. BYU Sports Nation's rebroadcast is at 6 Eastern, 7 Eastern, after further review. 8 Eastern, a fresh BYU football with Kalani Satake featuring Corbin Kafusi. And then there's a volleyball match at 9 Eastern versus Pepperdine. I'll be there. Uh, so it's basically it's a Super Super Tuesday. Normally it's Super Tuesday. It's a Super Super Tuesday today. Duly noted. Refreshing today's BYUSN headlines. The Cougars preparing for Utah State this Friday. Showdown in Logan at Maverick Stadium. Yesterday head coach Kalani Satake addressed the media Gave an update on the status of quarterback Tanner Mangum saying, well, he's off of a scooter, so that's good news. Bo Hodge until further notice. Media availability today, 110 Eastern time. Uh, we will have uh, interviews and then, of course, our Q&A and reaction after that. Uh, and, of course, as mentioned, BYU football is calling stock coming up tonight. Jordan Leslie's one-handed grab against the Indianapolis Colts named the <clears throat> excuse me NFL's second best catch of the week by NFL.com. Number two on SportsCenter Top 10 as well. That's awesome. And uh, as mentioned, BYU women's volleyball ranked number nine. They stay number nine in the uh, AVCA Coaches Bowl. They play Pepperdine tonight, 9 Eastern, BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. BYU women's golf. I can't talk right now. It's an emotional time. <laughs> it really is. I can't, I can't talk. <clears throat> women's golf in Idaho playing in the Coeur d'Alene Resort Collegiate Invitational after that putt-putt course in between the lines. Hopefully that helped out, right? Uh, I think it did more damage than it helped. Nothing like putting on cement. <laughs> Because that's, that's super easy. Yeah, that's hard. Or with the back of your putter. Literally, it's hard. Yep. Good grief. They're on the course as we speak. Tight for six at one over through three holes. We will talk with Utah State head coach Matt Wells in just a moment on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline while we have a moment. If you were in the BYU football player-only meeting before the Utah State game, what would you have said to your teammates? At Twiggy or Stone says, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. Today we celebrate our independence. Oh, and beat USU. <laughs> At CL underscore living. Hit the music. Wear the Lavelle Edwards patch like it means something and play to respect what it means to put on this BYU uniform. Okay. Uh, the, yeah, these are really intense. At Greg Rosenhan. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is in nearly a month. We have to finalize what our costumes are going to be so Kalani and Reno can start sewing them. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, a, f- a funny one. They're all really serious. Listen, this is kind of a serious time. Well, the nature BYU of football. the question yeah, yeah. is serious. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, BYU's one and three. You don't want to be one and four, but you got a rivalry game, a game that seems to be really interesting almost every year, which is fun. There was a time when it wasn't. Now it is, and I love it. I love it. Joining us now, head coach of the Utah State Aggies, Matt Wells, on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline, preparing for the BYU Cougars in a Friday night matchup in Logan. Coach, welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Yeah, appreciate you having me on. 61 points against San Jose State. Uh, was there anything that didn't work well for you against the Spartans, Coach? There's a lot of things that, that uh, worked well. Um, and it was a good result, really, uh, in all three sides or all three phases of our game. But I can assure you this, there's technique errors, there's effort issues that have popped up, and they just get masked when you uh, have a big win like that. And uh, But uh, they're not hidden from us, and we're working hard to hopefully correct a lot of those things. 
What do you really like about your team right now? Uh, probably their mojo. Um, confidence, a game like that gives you that. Um, and it was a good win for us in league to start out the Mountain West on the road in the league. We, we put a, a huge emphasis around here on winning on the road in the league because it's so hard to win on the road. Um, and, and starting, you know, our league off and with the one and no record, I think that's a big thing that we, the biggest thing that we took out of that. Coach, what is the value of having a senior quarterback this time around? It's Kent Myers. Well, I think the thing that it gives you is he's seen a lot of stuff. He's seen a lot of football. He's seen a lot of pressures. He's seen a lot of, um, things happen to him. Sometimes he's a lot more successful than others. Um, but it um, nothing really phases him in in a way, and I think having an older quarterback and an experienced quarterback, especially in a big rivalry game um, like this, I mean he's been in this game, and um, you know felt the emotion, and um, for us it's it's a huge rival rivalry, huge game for us emotionally, and um, hopefully um, he can, you know I think draw on that experience and draw on playing in this game and um, hopefully, you know, settle his nerves down, settle emotions down and, and try to play, you know, a really efficient game of quarterback for us. You have two of the finest administrative assistants in the country and former BYU players, Fahu Tahi and Wani Unga. <laughs> have they told you all of the BYU secrets yet? Um, and it's only Tuesday, but it's Wednesday. So we, we'll, we'll get to those by the end of the week. So, yeah. And, and speaking of, since this is a thing between you and us, do you have any personnel uh, notes you want to throw in, like Chucky Keaton news that, uh, like we had a couple years? <laughs> no, ago? yeah, we've had. You know, we could take this discussion with Chucky Keaton, um, maybe, and finish up the rest of my time, and then I don't have to answer any more questions. <laughs> um, we have talked about him quite a bit on the show um, in the years past, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> McChuckles you know was. Yeah. We had a good time. We for, loved for him. better or for worse. Now well, you, you know he's a. Um, first of all, he's a remarkable young man and a great um, player. Um, I think the a little bit of maybe what you call some people have called the renaissance of Aggie football or maybe the turnaround of Aggie football. A lot of that coincided with Chucky Keaton, um, his arrival here, and um, he. You know, he's played in this game. I'm not um, sure he had anything, you know, huge uh, in terms of accomplishments in this game. He's he's played in this game, been injured in this game, come back. You know, and I, I keep saying this game, I'm talking about Utah State-BYU game. Sure, sure. Um, and so I think just, you know, over the history of this game that, you know, between um, – him and and Tayson, then it will be talked about, you know, just with the injuries, because what a weird thing and what a freak thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But and that's weird. Um, but yeah, it's it always gets brought back up this week. Certainly, Matt Wells, head coach at Utah State, with us on BYU Sports Nation. What's your evaluation of the BYU Cougars through their first four games? Well, first of all, they've played an extremely tough schedule, and um, they've played some really good football teams that. You know, one one obviously the major com, um, opponent is is Wisconsin. I, I truly think that Wisconsin will make a run for the Big Ten title and and maybe even have a shot to get in the playoffs. So I know that's a quality team. And then you you know you flip them on 
and watch BYU in the last couple of days against them and see the game. And it's, it's, it's a common opponent that you can draw a few conclusions from because it's a recent opponent. I said that in an interview yesterday. Sometimes you have these common opponents that you play and you maybe don't get till like in November and it's not the same team, right? You, you know, the injuries have happened or the mojo or the confidence with that team is different, either better or worse. And you, you don't draw conclusions, but I think with the games being so close apart, um, I think you can draw some conclusions. And, um, you know, obviously we both struggled <laughs> against Wisconsin. As many teams will this season. Uh, BYU's yeah, yeah. Uh, struggled on offense, obviously. Worst in the country in scoring at 9.8 points per game. When evaluating BYU and preparing your team, is that a dangerous number or in, in any way or a product maybe of who BYU's played a little bit? Well, Guys, I mean, I, I know the BYU fans don't want to hear me say this, um, but, I mean, Wisconsin's defense, um, you know, you're going against the Kyle Whittingham defense. You're going against the Dave Aranda defense. I mean, those are three of the top defenses in the country, and I think it'll prove out as the year goes on. And um, those are three front sevens on both on, on the defensive side of the ball that are legit. And I think – that Utah State would have struggled against those three fronts. I know Utah State struggled for a half against one of them. So, Coach, I'm not sure that's the answer you were looking for, but I think that's legit. No, absolutely that's the answer we're looking for. because That's fair assessment. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's totally fair. We appreciate the time, as always, and uh, look forward to another fun matchup on Friday night at the uh, newly renovated Maverick Stadium. Yep, look forward to having you all up here. All right, thanks, Matt. All right, take care. Matt Wells on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future. See, he's saying what we've been saying, which is, oh, yeah, the offense has struggled, but BYU's playing a really tough schedule. BYU did not stack up against those teams. Like, that's the bottom line. They're going to stack up better against other teams. Yeah, the one thing that people keep going back to is, well, what about the Portland State game? And that was the first one. But... True, you didn't put up 60 or anything. Coming up, couches and catches. Jordan Leslie makes a splash. Number two in a couple of areas. Plus, Cozy Burnett of BYU Women's Volleyball on game day with us. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Spencer Linton, Jerem Jordan live from Studio B with your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. Watch our daily rebroadcast weeknights on BYU TV at 6 p.m. Eastern. And tonight at 9 Eastern t- uh, time, a part of Super Super Tuesday, it's Women's Volleyball, the ninth-ranked Cougars of Brigham play Pepperdine, 9 Eastern time, BYU TV, BYU Radio, and the apps. It's dollar drinks and popcorn night. So if you're local, get there. If you're not, watch yeah, if or you're listen. Not, just make your own. BYU TV has a five-hour-ish block of four, four and a half. sports. Right. Oh, yeah. Four and a half. See right? what I did there? I see. You I see know what, what you're going there. for. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hashtag sweep. Let's go. <laughs> Our Twitter question today. If no pressure. You, you were in the BYU football players only meeting. What would you have said to your teammates at COT underscore BYU football says perform your individual responsibilities on the field and we will win as a team. As you look at a certain person, like perform your individual. (laughs) Where is it? Where's the guy that I want to blame? Perform your individual responsibilities. This was a good productive meeting. We're kidding with how it would have gone had we been in it. Yeah. Hopefully it (laughs) translates on the field. So far, so good. Cozy Burnett. 
is now back in Studio B as part of the ninth-ranked BYU women's volleyball team, a senior middle blocker. Yep. No longer an outside hitter. Welcome back as a middle blocker, Cozy. Thank you. Thank you. You know, honor to be here. New person, you know, <laughs> totally, you know, new questions coming up, I'm sure. You know, new personality. Probably just the old ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Figures. The ones from two years ago. Just <laughs> Perfect. Kidding. Let's lead with this. Remind people the origin of your name. Cozy. C-O-S-Y. Cozy. Short for Cosette. From Lame Is. Yep. I'm a big fan. We're all big fans. It's wonderful. I cry every time I watch it. That's- <laughs> Do you sing? Um, not well. I wish. I wish, but I love singing Lame Is. Yeah. Favorite song from Lame Is. Favorite song from Lame Is. It depends what mood I'm in. You know, are we, are we thinking pump up, you know, yeah. pregame? Yeah. You know, obviously it's going to be bring him home uh-huh. and, uh, you know, like the home game. Yeah. You know, um, Okay. But, <laughs> okay. No, I actually don't think I've ever listened to Lame Is before. Again. Yeah, I was going to say. That would be weird. I was going to say, like, before that's your match, pump up like, music? Two, four, six, so what? That would be weird, right? Um. Yeah, but I can do it though if you guys need me. Okay, well I'll just you know you I'll just heard his tryout. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty. That's all I got. Yeah, it was a good six, above average. You didn't like the other four numbers. <laughs> I can't think of a better way to get amped up for a volleyball game than to listen to "Bring Him Home." Now, okay, we've sung. Now you have to sing. <laughs> She's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. I'm like, what am I going to What was your reaction to finding out that, oh, hey, Cozy, uh, even though you've played outside hitter for basically your entire life, you're now going to be middle blocker. What did you think about that? Um, it was a complete shock. Complete shock. And I cried. And I didn't – I'm not a crier. I'm not, you know – actually, it, I am. I'm emotional, but, um, I, and it wasn't like, I wasn't angry. It was just so much of a shock. And I was so excited going into my senior year. Okay. You know, coming back from injury, I'm feeling ready. I'm feeling good. And then, Hey, like we're going to move you. And like, you've never done this before. So it was just a shock. And I, you know, tear done. I was like, okay, this is what's best for the team. And it was go time. I was like, I'm, I'm ready to go. And I got to learn. And it was actually really awesome the spring was great coaches were really patient and I was ecstatic to go to practice every day I started like having these dreams about volleyball like all the time (laughs) I dream about volleyball but it was constant and I was just so excited to go and practice and play and something that I don't think a lot of fifth year seniors get to experience is that challenge of like learning a new position so it was really awesome for anyone who has more than 30 swings on the team, you're leading the team in hitting percentage at 318. And BYU is putting you – did you know that? No. You no. Know. Yeah. Uh, I know. Thumbs up. And you're also, but you're also getting in different uh, spots on the court because of your previous experience. Yeah. You're not just in the middle, and that's probably nice. Yeah, it is nice, and that's one of the good things about playing every front row position now is I feel confident and comfortable everywhere. So it's good. When you look at the one match that BYU has lost this year, five sets to Baylor, what did you learn from that match that set you up for the nice little run that you're on right now? I think it was a wake-up call to just what we need to do as a team. And uh, we talked a lot about like discipline afterwards. You know, looking at film, we got a chance to really look at film and see, hey, so, you know, where are we deficient? And a lot of it was just the little things. And I think that's something that we've really focused on is, hey, am I in the right spot in every play? 
And am I, you know, am I stopped and ready to react? And because that game, it wasn't, you know, this terrible, awful game where we, you know, just pooped out. It was hard fought, but it was the little things that really got us. And I think we've really come back to that, and it's really helped our team. Did you watch that film in your brand-new volleyball center on those plasma screens? It's a suite. Sorry, the suite. The, the player lounge. Yes. Yeah. The lounge. <laughs> um, uh, we should have. Actually, no, we should have not. We want to keep that a happy place. <laughs> this is a safe place. That, it's awesome. The volleyball oh, We wandered is. in there. We loved it. In oh, fact, we played gorgeous. ping pong in your player's lounge. Yeah, who won? Is that okay? Yeah, we didn't fine. keep score. I don't think we're just... Uh, you know, it's, that's a competitive area. We'll have to go yeah, back and actually yeah, yeah. score. Yeah, yeah we'll keep We'll score. sing Les Mis with you guys. Perfect. We'll play ping pong. Yeah, Kennedy, Kennedy Redding and McKenna Miller, they have a score sheet. Of their wins and losses versus each other. I'm so. not surprised by that at all, especially yeah, from the McKenna side. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Seriously. Do you like oh. playing on a Tuesday? That's kind of random. You play Pepperdine tonight. It's kind of normally it's Thursdays and Saturdays. Yeah, I mean, it's out of the norm, but it's a game day. So I love game days. And I'm ready, you know, we're always ready to play. It doesn't matter who or where or when. So I mean Tuesday it's, you know, not in the routine, but doesn't really matter. <laughs> Jerem wanted me to ask you, what role did him being at the San Francisco match play in your oh, success man. over it the weekend? Was, you know, we just looked to Jerem and we said, we can do this. You know, it was just like <laughs> this beam of light upon our souls. And, you know, it was quite influential. And My daughter really likes the team. She likes Mary Lake a lot. Mm-hmm. And Mary missed a dig. And she goes, Mary lost. <laughs> and started crying. <laughs> And then when, on match, Mary lost. Mary lost. <laughs> She's four. Um, I'm gonna tell her that. Did you hear me yell "finish them" on match point? No, no. probably not. I yelled. It was, it was pretty quiet. It was well, there, a quiet gym. Since so. there were 68 people there, yeah. um, I was hoping you would big, hear me. Big time. Yeah. More BYU fans than San Francisco fans. That's how it usually is. Not awesome. a surprise. It's awesome. awesome. Yeah. This team has undergone a ton of changes year in and year out. It seems yeah. like BYU loses an All American or two. Every season, yet you just keep showing up and winning matches. What's what's mm-hmm. the deal with that? What? Why is that? Yeah, um, I think we cultivate these, you know, great players, and we have a really strong culture. And I think the best part about our team is our culture and what we have with each other, and it really just promotes greatness. And so. People are always ready, and that's what's really special about our team is people are always ready to step up and do what needs to be done. And I feel like people are just doing their jobs, and it doesn't really matter you know, what's going on on the other, on the other side. As long as we do our thing, things are going to get done, and that's something that we really focus on as a team. The one and only Cozy Burnett, now a middle blocker, multifaceted volleyball star, and lay Miz expert. It's true. The expert part is true. Let's give you some karma for tonight's match against Pepperdine. I love it. Okay. The BYU Sports Nation karma is now being bestowed through the Gregorian chant to Cozy Burnett. It's been a while since she's been a student. New flag? Or do we we have your uh, Herbie Hancock? Yeah. Sign it twice. Listen. I'm ready. Middle blocker. Even if you signed it as an outside hitter, you can sign it as a middle blocker. I'm a new person, remember? Yes. I'm a new person. Thanks, Cozy. Thank you so much. Coming up, JLS9 makes a splash. And your elite tweet. Who deserves it with the epic music in a world? BYU Sports Nation is brought to you in part by DexterLaw.com for help when you need it most. Thanks to today's guests, Lauren McLean, Yippie Kaye, Matt Wells, and Cozy <laughs> Burnett. 
If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Just because we got caffeine last week doesn't mean you can go there. Uh, coming up this week, Greg Rowell, Brian Billick, Brian Logan, and Dennis Pitta. Let's whip it. Okay. It's time for the Cougar Whip Around Football. Head coach Kalani Satake told the media yesterday that Tanner Mangum is no longer on a scooter, but it's too early to decide if he's available for Friday's game against Utah State. Final media availability today for BYU football before the game, 1 10 p.m. Eastern. Check out the BYU TV Sports Facebook page for interviews and reaction, not to mention our question and answer session. BYU football with Kalani Satake will air live tonight on BYU TV and BYU Radio at 8 p.m. Eastern. Cougars in the NFL. Jordan Leslie's one-handed grab against the Colts for 29 yards. The NFL.com's second-best catch of the week. It was his first catch in the NFL, yo. Volleyball. Ninth-ranked BYU. Still at number nine in the latest AVCA poll. They return to the Smith Fieldhouse. Bring them home for a matchup against WCC foe Pepperdine. Nine Eastern on BYU TV and BYU Radio. Golf. Women's golf is in Idaho, playing in the Coeur d'Alene Resort Collegiate Invitational. They're on the course as we speak, now tied for seventh at two over through five holes. Thankfully, they get to putt with the actual face of their putters, and it's not on concrete. Yeah. Today's Rise and Shout brought to you by Dexter and Dexter Help. When you need it most, DexterLaw.com. It goes to uh, Cozy Burnett, ninth-ranked BYU's killing it. She's got a ton of personality. She's fun. She had to go to middle blocker, and she cried. She told us she cried, she cried. when she found out. Uh, she goes, no, I'm not an emotional person. Actually, I am. I'm a very emotional person. She went from no emotion to I cried <laughs> <laughs> in the same sentence. If you were in the BYU football players-only meeting, what would you have said to your teammates? Our elite tweet of the day from at Away Cougs. Vince Lombardi. Everyone gets knocked down. Winners get up. I get knocked down. The conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter. Use the hashtag BYUSN. Shows on demand on BYUSN.com. Audio podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and the TuneIn app. For Jerem, I am Spencer. Shout out to Matt Berry. BYU Sports Station back at it at noon Eastern tomorrow.